inform. Religious freedom is about people of faith being able to live out their faith, live out their convictions, no matter where they are. We equip. This is a battle of worldview. And we activate. We also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. This is AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. Welcome to AFA at the Core. Rick Green, America's Constitution Coach, with you this afternoon. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for being a uh, a concerned citizen, somebody that actually listens to it. The topics uh, like uh, what we talk about here at the core with Walker Wildman and Rick Green. I uh, I, I hope that uh, if you're a listener to this program, you don't just listen, but you act. You act on the things that you hear. Faith without works is dead, and so we're all about getting engaged and and equipped and inspired. And I'm a big believer in the E3 formula. Very simple. Uh, if you want people to actually take action, be inspired to take action, you got to do three things. You got to entertain because man, we got information coming at us a hundred miles a minute from every direction possible. That's why history and government, when it's taught in a boring way, uh, misses ninety nine percent of the population. People just aren't going to pay attention to it. So you got to entertain when you do that. That's why we do things like chasing American legends with comedian Brad Stein, and we make our Constitution classes fun and entertaining by taking you into the room where it happened, Independence Hall, or take you to the historical site where the battle happened, or whatever it might be, and bring it to life. March with the Minutemen at the reenactments, that sort of thing. So entertainment's huge, and then education. You gotta you gotta teach people something they did not know. We all love kind of that aha moment, that jaw dropping moment where you go, "What? Are you kidding me?" I didn't know that was the case. Uh, And so educating in a way that that gives people a little bit of fun, kind of with that aha moment. And then empowerment, actually showing people that what they do can make a difference. Nobody is stuck in this kind of, oh, there's nothing I can do. We're not in some kind of, you know, uh, third world dictatorship where you're going to be, you know, gunned down in the streets if you stand up and and you say no. No, you you may face opposition. You very well may face jail time from a, a corrupt FBI being used as a a uh, enforcement mechanism uh, for for one particular party over another. But you have the opportunity to stand up and speak and have your voice heard. And so there's a lot of empowerment that happens when you realize the system does work if we work the system. So entertained, educated, and empowered, I promise you, you do those three things, you're going to inspire people. And that's why we're asking you not just to be a listener of the core, but actually to take the things that we talk about and engage in your community and be part of part of the difference. And 2023 is the year to do it. I am so excited about 2023. I know I talked about it last week, but... I really, truly believe this is the tipping point year. This is where we're going to push this thing back into the column of liberty. Uh, there's going to be a, a sort of a uh, uh, an inflection point that happens when you get critical mass, when you get enough people awakened where they're actually doing things, not just listening. And uh, and I think 2023 is the year where that's going to happen. That's not just wishful thinking. I'm not just hoping that that's going to happen. I'm saying that based on data. I'm saying that based on looking at the numbers. I'm saying that based on just even what I see in, in our, um, you know, my organization, Patriot Academy, just just watching what our team is doing right now and the growth of the coaches now at, at, at just under 23,000 23, coaches out there, constitution coaches that are doing our biblical citizenship class or Constitutional Live or Constitutional Defense or Kirk Cameron's American Campfire Revival, all these options for entertaining, educating, empowering programs that inspire and move people to action. And we're watching these small groups in people's homes and at their churches 
uh, just make a big difference in the community because someone ends up running for school board or city councilor, commissioner, state rep, or even Congress. And now we've got people elected to office all over the country making a difference. Now, does that mean it's over? No. And that, that's kind of a warning I want to give today. You know, David Barton's always said this to me. He said, you know, the problem with our side is they'll get in the fight. And if we win, they go home. If we lose, they go home. <laughs> they get out of the fight. They stop staying engaged. And I'm just telling you, the price of freedom is eternal vigilance. If you're above ground, it's a good day. And if you're above ground, you have a duty and responsibility to be engaged. It doesn't mean you have to give everything. We're not asking anybody to give all of their lives fortune, sacred honor. Fortunately for us, the founding fathers were willing to do that. But because they did, they put in place a system where we can give a little bit, just a little bit. If you'll give a little bit of your life, your time, you know, I, I typically ask people to commit two hours a week. A small amount of your life invest two hours a week into being a part of the solution, engaged with a campaign, hosting a constitution class, teaching young people in your community, volunteering for, you know, mobile loaves and fishes kind of a thing and feeding, pe- you know, the homeless, whatever. Whatever God calls you to, give two hours a week to being a good biblical citizen and serving your community in some way, preserving liberty, living out those freedoms, maybe maybe uh, being the press. You know, but if you love the First Amendment and you want to have a free press, then you need to be the press. That means you're out there sharing what you're learning here at the core. So maybe you're even just taking a few minutes every week to take some of our social media clips, some of the links at the website to programs, and just sharing them and commenting on them. Uh, that could be a way that you spend your time. So your life is your time. A couple of hours a week is what we're asking people to do. Guess what? That next one, lives, fortunes. Yep, yep. Oh, now everybody gets nervous. I'm getting in your kitchen now, aren't I? Yes, give of your fortune to causes that will be around long after you're dead and gone, and I'm dead and gone. Be willing to plant trees under which you will not enjoy the shade. But our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren they will. We don't want to have to have that conversation Ronald Reagan warned about. Remember when he said that, that that we could, in our sunset years, be telling our children and our children's children what it was once like to live in America where men were free? I don't want to have that conversation with my children's children. I want to be able to tell them, hey, look what we're giving you. We're passing the torch of freedom to you intact, and now it's your turn to stand up and defend. That takes effort, and that means sowing your fortune into good causes. That means making sure you're donating to American Family Association, that you're making making it possible for us to be able to be on the air, making it possible for us to be engaged in all the things that we're doing across the country in state legislatures and with local groups. I mean, that happens. It takes fuel in the tank to make that happen. So thank you for those of you that are already out there donating, but encourage you to think about in 2023 doing even more, donating to candidates. That are, that are standing for righteousness, donating to Patriot Academy as we, as we build our campus and we train more people and train more coaches and all those things. Start thinking about, okay, Lord, what can I sow into? Obviously, your local church. If you're not tithing 10% of your local church, you're not giving of your fortune in the most important area. I mean, that's, you know, the church is not the epicenter of the community these days because we've shifted our finances to government instead of the church. Not, not that government has to tax. I understand that part of our fortune is always going to go to government because we want to live in, in a peaceful society and need government to do that. And that's what the Declaration says, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. So they should only be doing what we've given them permission to do. We know they're out of their lane. We know they're taxing us way too much. But don't ever think that you're not going to pay some taxes. That's part of it. Anyway, your fortune, more of your fortune should be going to your local church than goes to government. 
More of your fortune should be given to candidates and causes and organizations that are doing the work that the church should be doing. If your church is not engaged in all these different things, then give to your church and also give to those different organizations. So lives, fortunes, and sacred honor. Yep, sacred honor. That is the willingness to stand up and speak truth no matter who cancels you, no matter what they say about you, that you're willing to speak truth. That's what it's going to take, folks. So what? Boy, long intro. Sorry to go off on so many tangents there, but I just I just want to start 2023 as we get into our second week here. Make sure that, that our eye is on the ball, that you understand what you're listening to when you listen to At the Core. We're, we are, in fact, saving liberty. We are taking the core issues that were poured into a culture that became the greatest, most powerful, most free, most benevolent nation in the history of mankind— we're looking at those core issues, and we're making sure that we restore them. We're rebuilding the walls, just like they did in, in Nehemiah. And you can rebuild the walls right there in your community where God's planted you. If you're willing to give of your life, your time, your fortunes, yes, your money, and your sacred honor, that's your reputation. You're willing to stand up and speak truth in this cancel culture. Let's all make sure that we're doing all of those things. If you'd like to, to, to participate in our show today, the phone number is 888-589-8840. That's 888-589-8840. Two major headlines I want to hit real quick. First of all, the speaker's race, uh, the outcome, uh, the vi- victories that, that, that are there. Uh, when we when I last left you on Thursday, we were still in the middle of that speaker's race. What, not sure what was going to happen. I was, um, um, you know, tongue in cheek somewhat, but but in in, in, a, in a small way, dreaming just how fun it would be uh, if on January sixth of all days, last Friday, that they would uh, turn around and nominate uh, Donald Trump to be Speaker of the House. I just thought that would be really fun. Okay, it didn't happen, uh, but the twenty House members, the rebels, the holdouts that that required of uh, of Kevin McCarthy if he was going to be Speaker to make major concessions, they got them. They got them. I mean, it was a huge victory last week. This is um, this is unprecedented in my lifetime. I, I, I am I am overwhelmed at at the at the 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 concessions that they got, the stance that they took. And and let's just step back for a minute. You know, a lot of a lot of good people have been saying all last week, oh, this is this is silly. I mean, even, you know, my friend Mike Mike Huckabee called them, you know, little tots that they were throwing a fit and Sean Hannity went after them and all of these other people um that that dismissed these twenty conservative constitutionalists um and and said that they were wasting everybody's time and they were making Republicans look bad and blah 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 blah. All wrong. Those people were wrong. They need to be eating crow this week because, in fact, the 20 got incredible concessions, changed the way the House is going to do business, and set the stage for what, what may turn out to be the most conservative House of Representatives of our lifetime. And so we'll see what happens over the next two years, but the stage is set. They have put in motion some incredible things, including requiring votes on major pieces of legislation that we would all like to see votes on on the floor, but even more importantly, getting the Rules Committee stacked with conservative Freedom Caucus members that can make sure that uh, that, that these concessions are not taken away. That was a big, big, big part of the fight last week. And, and, and a lot of other nuances that, that we may or may not have time to get to, but, but, but I just want to point this out. This was like Ronald Reagan standing up to the air traffic controllers. Remember, uh, if you're, if you were alive back then, I know I was in grade school when this happened, but, um, it, whenever they, um, went on strike, when the air traffic controllers went on strike and, and, and would have shut down travel in America, 
Ronald Reagan as president did not blink because he had the experience of dealing with the communist in the Screen Actors Guild when he was president of the Screen Actors Guild 40 years before that in Hollywood. He was fighting the communists there. He knows how to negotiate or knew how to negotiate and knew how to handle this kind of stuff. And he stood up to these air traffic controllers and uh, and it said to the world, this man means business. This man will go to the mat. He will not blink. And so where did that pay off? In his negotiations with Gorbachev, we ended up winning the Cold War because Ronald Reagan stood firm first against fellow Americans, first against this, this, these air traffic controllers, and then that set the stage for him to stand firm against the Soviet Union and ended up defeating um, uh, the Soviet uh, Union and, and winning the Cold War. That's a pretty big deal, wouldn't you say? Well, I use that as an analogy to what happened last week because these 20 champions stood up against their fellow Republicans and their fellow, in some cases, conservatives, and they set the stage for the next two years. They made it known they are willing to go to the mat. They are willing to stand firm to ruin their own political careers. I mean, they laid their own careers on the altar last week and said, we're willing to do what's right regardless of what it costs us. We're willing to do what's right, no matter how far we got to go. And if you don't think that's going to pay off in the next two years, you don't know much about politics. I promise you. Now, every time a bill comes up for a vote, and these 20 stand together and say to the Republican leadership, you will make this amendment. You will uh, you know, make this change to the bill, or else we're killing the bill and it's not going to happen. It gives them tremendous power going into the next two years. It's huge. It's huge. And not just the next two years, honestly, for the next couple of decades. I mean, this was needed. This was absolutely needed to let the swamp know, put the swamp on notice, business as usual is over. We're upsetting the apple cart. We're, we're, we're going to make sure that the American people have their voice heard and that we put a stop to this communist march, this, this left-wing radical takeover of our of our federal government. I, I, I'm telling you, folks, this is this is huge. This is huge. When we come back from the break, we'll get to some of your calls. 888-589-8840 is the phone number. 888-589-8840. And I'm going to just quickly list for you those 20 heroes. I know several of these folks. They're good people. They're great Americans. They're great patriots. And while they, they laid their political career uh, on the line, uh, some of them, honestly, will be persona non grata in uh, a lot of circles around America and maybe even in the House for a while. And, uh, and that's okay because they it was worth it. It was well, well worth it. I'm going to list them for you when we come back, and we'll also get to your phone calls. I'm Rick Green, America's Constitution Coach. Thrilled to be with you here. You're listening to At the Core with Walker Wildman and Rick Green. Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. My name is Abraham Hamilton III, and this is the Hamilton Minute. With this statement, Jesus affirmed what he'd already said in Genesis 1 and 2 and defined marriage for all time. Contrary to the protestations of the nouveau critical theorists, the nuclear family consisting of a married father and mother is not a Western sociological prescription or construct. Marriage did not originate in the West. Its origin isn't suburban America. It started in Genesis in the Garden of Eden. Marriage is God's idea. Therefore, he alone defines it. If you don't like it, your problem is with God, not me.
Listen each weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. Central for The Hamilton Corner with Abraham Hamilton III, public policy analyst for the American Family Association. This is Raising Godly Girls Minute with Patty Garibay of American Heritage Girls. Does your girl struggle to defend the faith with peers who question the consistency of God in Scripture? Or maybe she struggles with this doubt in her own faith life. From this point of view, God seems angry in the Old Testament, but loving in the New Testament. Are there different gods in the Bible? Generation Alpha shows a heightened propensity to lay aside the authority of Scripture and abandon their faith. YouTube channels and social media influencer accounts devoted to atheism and agnosticism elevate culture as the primary authority. Jesus said he didn't come to abolish the Old Testament, but to fulfill its promises. We see God the Father's plan perfectly realized through Christ's life, death, and resurrection. Pray for the Holy Spirit to guide your girl's doubts back to a lifelong faith. Like what you've heard? Learn more about empowering girls through the love of God at RaisingGodlyGirls.com. In His Image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality is changing hearts and lives. It speaks directly to the power and the grace of God. It gives me hope for people that I know that are struggling. The whole idea of In His Image has moved me. We actually had one gentleman contact us, and he said that this film changed his mind about this issue. We had a pastor reach out to us, and he said that he'd been struggling with hatred in his heart towards people in the LGBTQ community, and this film helped him to realize he needed to have compassion and show people the love of Christ. We also had this same-sex attracted couple contact us, and they said after seeing the film, they wanted to live obedient lives for Christ no matter what, and they said, please. Please pray for us. We know this is going to be hard. We've even had people come to faith in Jesus through In His Image. To find out more, visit InHisImage.movie. AFA at the Core podcast are available at AFR.net. Back to AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. We're back here at the core with Walker Wildman and Rick Green. I'm Rick Green, America's Constitution Coach. Thanks for staying with us this afternoon. We've been talking about the 20 heroes that got these amazing concessions in the House of Representatives at uh, in, in Washington, D.C., our federal government. You know, it, it always helps. You know, I think sometimes we assume everybody understands and remembers all the different levels of government and all that. So just to be clear, we've got a, a federal government with a House and Senate. And then we each have our own state governments with a House and Senate, except the poor people in Nebraska. I'm so sorry you don't have both. You only have senators there with your unicameral legislature. But uh, the rest of us have House and Senate members at the state level. And then we all have House and Senate members at the federal level. Some of you might be saying, Rick, that's so remedial. But you would be shocked at how many people, when I was a state rep, would say, Congressman Green, thank you for going to Washington, uh, D.C. for us. Because most people don't know that there's both or that there's a difference. And so anyway, it just helps. So this is at the federal level that we had this big fight. Federal government, of course, is only supposed to do 17 things that are listed in the Constitution. They're doing about 17,000 things that are not in the Constitution that they should not be doing. And that's what these 20 were really fighting about uh, last week. They're saying it's time to rein in the federal government. Stop doing things you're not supposed to be doing and get back to the business of the people for only those 17 things you're supposed to be doing. So these are 20 champions that changed the way the House will operate over the next two years, just want to run through their names real quick and thank them for standing firm. This was a big deal, folks. I'm, I, I just cannot stress enough. I'm telling you, as a former House member at the state level, 
the pressure that is on you to vote for the speaker of choice. Uh, and when I say that, the speaker candidate that the lobby wants, that the old school you know, House members that have been there for 100 years want, the pressure is immense. It's immense. And it's basically, hey, play along with us and you'll get all these perks. You'll get a good committee. You'll be able to do the things you came here to do. You'll get you know, all these benefits. Don't play ball with us. Stand against us and you will be trashed. You will be ruined. We'll bring millions of dollars against you in the next campaign. You will get the worst committee assignments. You're going to be on the septic tank committee. doesn't exist, but they make you feel like it does. Uh, you will be emptying the trash for everybody else, and that's it. I mean, it's, 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 it's absolutely, the pressure's unbelievable. And these 20 stood against it. Here's who they are. First of all, Andy Biggs. From Arizona, Andy's a friend. Uh, he he was a great supporter of Patriot Academy back when he was the Senate Majority Leader in Arizona, and would help us uh, do Patriot Academy uh, leadership congresses at the at the Capitol there and come speak. Now, Andy and I disagree vehemently on convention of states, and and that's one of the reasons that he didn't get any more support than he did in running for Speaker of the House against Kevin McCarthy is because he's been so anti-convention uh, of states that, I mean, we're the largest grassroots organization in the country and uh, and very much, uh, you know, uh, against him to be Speaker of the House. And so, uh, great guy, but totally wrong on convention of states, but he stood firm and was one of the leaders of the 20. And then Dan Bishop of North Carolina. I don't know Dan. Um, I, I think I've had him on before. Uh, I might have met him somewhere uh, once before. But anyway, he's a relatively new member. This is only his second term. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry, third term in the Congress. And um, I loved his speeches on the on the House floor. That was one of the best things last week. The speeches were fantastic. And as, as Chip Roy, my congressman and one of these 20 who did a fantastic job, um, as he pointed out several times, first time we've had all 435 members in the House chamber for debate, actually listening and 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 and, and exchanging ideas and, and iron sharpening iron. I mean, that's a good, healthy thing. So I loved watching the speeches. Dan Bishop did some fantastic ones. Uh, it sounds to me like and, and acted very much like a man of integrity, and I was very impressed. Lauren Bobert of Colorado, one of our Patriot Academy graduates, she's been through our Constitutional Live class, has been absolutely outstanding. Uh, one of the... Uh, few members of of Congress that I've ever actually personally donated to and supported um, because she was such a champion in her first term. And I, I wanted so bad for her to be there. She was in a tough, tough fight. You know, you might remember there was a recount. She barely won. It was a very close race. I mean, they came after her with a vengeance because she's so effective. She's such a good spokesman for our causes. The scripture just comes out of her. She's a Bible-believing, Constitution-defending, incredible member of, of Congress. Um, she's a true biblical citizen. I mean, she's the example of what we need more and more of. And so the left hates her. I mean, they denigrate her. If you Google or duck, duck, do her, it's all they do all these horrible things to her uh, in the press because she's so effective uh, at making the arguments. But the, what they what they can't stand is she gets millions and millions and millions of people listening to what she's saying. She is helping to win the culture war and refuse refuses to go along with the status quo. So she really was on at the front of this and 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 a major champion and stood her ground and did a great job defending why the 20 were doing what they were doing. 
Uh, Josh, and I, and I'm, I apologize, Josh from Oklahoma, if I say your name wrong. I know I'm actually interviewing him uh, this week, but uh, Burkeen, I think is how he says it. Brecken, uh, anyway, um, from Oklahoma, a new member, and uh, and David Barton was just telling me the other day what an incredible guy he is. So I'm I'm really looking forward to to working with him. But he stood his ground on this thing in a great way. Michael Cloud, great friend of mine from Texas, good, wonderful congressman from Texas, uh, was one of the twenty stood firm all the way through. Just just fantastic. Um, really humble guy. Michael's the kind of guy, Michael Cloud is the kind of guy you want in Congress. Stands for the right things, has good convictions, biblical citizen for sure, and uh, and just did, did a fantastic job. Andrew Clyde, I, I don't know anything about Andrew. Um, he was one of the 20s from Georgia. Uh, Eli Crane, same thing from Arizona. I do not know Eli uh, or much about him. Byron Donalds, uh, the member from Florida that just, I mean, has been fantastic the last two years. I've watched a lot of his clips, shared a lot of his clips, arguments he's made in hearings. Um, just superb. And he was one of the ones that they nominated and got uh, seven or eight, ten votes each time. So uh, Byron Donalds, a great champion from Florida, uh, did a fantastic job here. Matt Getz definitely led the way on this thing and one of the final seven holdouts um, at the very, very end, along with Lauren Boebert and a, and a few others, um, I thought articulated very well. You know, sometimes I've watched him and not been sure. I mean, he's a younger member and comes across a little brash, definitely a major Trump um, a supporter and friend of Donald Trump's. Um, and But I was really impressed with the way he articulated uh, the reasons they were doing the things they were doing and and, and the problem they had with, with Kevin McCarthy and why he would never vote for Kevin and ended up not voting for Kevin McCarthy, was was one of the ones that, that abstained the final vote in order to low, lower the number that was needed for McCarthy to ultimately win. So they were able to you know get all the concessions and then still not have to vote for McCarthy, uh, and uh, yet McCarthy becomes speaker. It kind of was a win-win for everybody in the long run. Bob Good from Virginia. I have had him on uh, the radio program in the past. Um, I don't know him well, but again, really enjoyed his speeches and his arguments. Paul Gozer, a champion from uh, Arizona, uh, has been fantastic for years. Andy Harris, I'm not familiar with from Maryland. Um, apparently been in Congress for uh, 10 years, but uh, I, I just I, I'm not familiar with him, but he, he stood firm. Uh, Anna Paulina Luna, she was a champion, uh, new member. She was a freshman member um, and stood firm with the 20. She, uh, My understanding is she was a turning point representative or field rep or something and then uh, ended up running for Congress. So she comes out of the, the turning point, uh, you know, a, a champion for them. That's fantastic. Um, she's been great. Mary Miller, she's one of ours. I mean, she her husband was actually just in my living room a couple of weeks ago, and her daughter, they came down for one of our constitutional defense courses. He's a member of the Illinois um, uh, State House, and then she's a member of the federal uh, house. So kind of interesting. Uh, and uh, he's a champion there in the legislature. I was just with he and the Freedom Caucus of Illinois uh, a couple of days ago. Or no, no, that's going to air. Actually, we recorded it yesterday. It's going to air tonight. And uh, we'll be sharing that as well. Uh, anyway, uh, Mary Miller, fantastic job. Great champion. Thrilled to see her in uh, uh, standing firm with the 20. Ralph Norman of South Carolina. Been there for, I think, three terms. Uh, member of the Freedom Caucus. Not real familiar with him, but uh, but looks like he was a big part of this. Andy Ogles, um, a Republican from Tennessee. And then Scott Perry of Pennsylvania. I do know Scott. and He's been a great champion throughout a lot of this stuff that's happened over the last couple of years. Matt Rosendale. I loved his speech on the floor. He was very strong. He's from Montana. Of course, Chip Roy. Man, my la- the last two on the list of 20 are Texans. Chip Roy of Texas. Um Honestly, the the I don't know how to say this. Uh, I, I think he's the intellectual leader of the conservative movement at this point. I, I, I mean, I, I just think he was um, off the charts fantastic 
through this whole thing. And and, and he started it in, in the summer. I mean, they've been working on this from, since the summer – pretty confident we were going to get the majority and 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 wanted to make sure that 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 it would actually make a difference to have the majority so chip god bless you um looking forward to seeing you um at an event here in a few weeks uh here in our our district in fredericksburg so chip uh, chip roy hats off and and by the way speaking of fredericksburg uh that chip represents um that is where we're building the patriot academy campus and uh, we have uh, closed on that and we're moving moving dirt now but our big formal groundbreaking ceremony will be um i love this april 19th through the 22nd so the april 19th is the anniversary of the shot heard around the world that's where it all began lexington and concord and we're going to have a mock-up of the lexington green on the campus and so uh we're going to kick things off that week the big ceremony will be on april 22nd that's saturday afternoon so mark your calendars and plan a trip to texas and you can come celebrate with us as we begin the building of this campus. And uh, you can also, while you're in town, take our constitutional defense course, get your handgun training and your constitution class. Last one, Keith Self. Uh, I do know Keith uh, from Texas. He was a county judge there in Collin County uh, and a freshman member. So he's a new member um, and, uh, and stood firm with the 20. So great start to Keith's congressional career. So to all 20 of you, Hats off, man. Uh, God bless you. Thank you for setting the tone, setting the stage for what could be the most conservative Congress over the next two years that we have ever known. Let's get to the phones. 888-589-8840 is the phone number. 888-589-8840. Jerry is our first caller from Texas. Might even actually be in one of the districts of, uh, of those champs that we, just, that we just mentioned. Jerry, thanks so much for calling in, man. What's your comment, question, or insult today? Well, unfortunately, I'm not in one of those districts because Jeff Sessions is is my representative down here, and I called his office. Though so I was, I tried to participate and and enlighten people, and I called his office three or four times and told him to quit doing that and stand with the other knuckle, quit being a knucklehead and stand with the Patriots. Yeah. But I just want to say that I appreciate all. Um, I listen to your podcast, and I'm gonna mention Wall Builders only because. I listen to it on on Sundays on this one, but I listen to your one on fathers. Man, I've been sending that thing out to all my my dad friends. We got a collective to build our sons up, and um, I just want to say that one, man. That one really hit me, mm. helped me to understand. I, I do a lot with my two boys that I got, but I tell you, anybody listening, you got to get over to the wall builders and listen to that one about you know building godly boys into men. I appreciated yeah. that one and all that y'all do. You and know, that and I that one, Jerry, that, on five. that's the one with Yako, right? Where where Yako Bullions was a, a guest speaker at our legislators conference, and we played that on Wall Builders Live this last week. Is that, that's the one you're talking about, right? Well, I listened to that one over the weekend, but the one I'm talking about just posted yesterday, and it is give me a second. It is the one with you and Tim and um, his son, but the other Tim. Oh, David um, Pate. That's the one with David Pate. Giving boys the encouragement. That, yes, yes. Boys yes. That need men. Need men. That yes, one, that good one, man, point. I sent that out to – I got a collective of dads, and if you hadn't heard it, get on there and go giving boys the encouragement they need to be men. That was a Amen. good one, brother. I just want to Amen. say thank you to them, and, and y'all just keep plugging away at it. I'll keep teaching my kids the right way and, and other kids as we can, and I'll say the same thing I told Jenna Ellis. If it wasn't for the Constitution Alive – my kids, man, my fifth grader knows more than most kids do about the Constitution. <laughs> so awesome. I appreciate y'all, brother. Y'all have a blessed day. Ah, oh, Jerry, thank you, man. That's a great call. Appreciate your encouragement and, uh, and and appreciate you putting your finger on the pulse of what's needed right now in America. And there's no question so much of our cultural 
problems and 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 um, you know the the crumbling of the culture uh, and and the and the degrading of 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 everything in our culture has been because of a lack of fatherhood and, and a lack of 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 real men uh, sta- standing up and and defending that culture, def- not you know defending women and children. I, I look at this. Um, this just sickening stuff that's happening with the drag queens and the transgender stuff and the the things they're misleading kids into and and uh, and all of that comes back to where are the, where are the men where are the godly men standing up and saying not on my watch where are the men defending the women and children and defending the culture and saying absolutely no there are so few legislators standing up right now against this stuff they're so afraid of being canceled so afraid of, of of somebody saying that they're bigots or they're mean or whatever nasty name they might be called uh and and they just there's it's cowardice it's absolute cowardice it's time to be strong and of a good courage be not afraid neither be thou dismayed for the lord thy god is with you whithersoever thou goest in fact that 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 verse joshua 1 9 starts with have not i commanded you so this is not an option this is not if you feel like standing up and defending these things this is a command from god to be strong and of a good courage, and I, I, I just think it's uh, it's time for men to fulfill the role of men. Stop buying into this. We're all the same. There's no difference between men and women. He he created male and female, and they have different strengths and callings and and duties and responsibilities in a culture that's going to stand strong. And and uh, men get in the fight. You know, it's uh, it's 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 just embarrassing how little uh, of that happens. I've got. Um, I've got Sarah Gonzalez that uh, that that is defend. Um, let's see, what's her website? DefendKidsTX.com, I think something like that. Anyway, she's she's going to be a guest. We'll uh, we'll we'll have her on to talk about the fight in Texas, but all across America. And so we got we got these in- incredible hardy, you know, almost like the they're almost like the pioneer women uh, or the women of the founding era that that are that are standing up and fighting and standing in the gap. And uh, man, I just uh, I appreciate Jerry's call and 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 want to you know say from that. Men, step up. Start saying, God, what am I supposed to do? How would you have me defend your word? How would you have me defend um, biblical principles? How can I be a biblical citizen that stands firm in my community and says no to these drag queen story hours at the library, no to this this LGBTQ you know, agenda that is emasculating men and, 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 and stealing our children and carving up children and, and with this transgender stuff? I will say no to that. Will you join me out there, men? Will you say yes to that? If you're amen and in your car right now or at your home or wherever you're listening, now take action on it, just like we talked about in the first segment. Faith without works is dead. So don't just amen. Say, here am I, Lord. Show me. Bring the right people into my life or help me go find the right groups to sign up with and to join and, and, and to be a part of the solution. There's so many organizations out there that are on the front lines, from the Family Policy Councils, uh, to the Faith and Freedom Coalition, the, uh, the 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 you know all the different things, Wall Builders and Patriot Academy and American Family Association. There, there's plenty of opportunities to get engaged. So there's no excuse to say I don't know what to do. We know what to do. We just got to be willing to get out there and do it. We'll be back in a moment with more of your calls. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. I'm Rick Green. You're listening to At the Core with Walker Wildman and Rick Green. The AFA Resource Center has all your favorite items. Everything from books, movies, shirts, and even hats. Introducing AFA's polyester and twill hats, starting at just $18. 
Whether you're into fashion, a collector, or you're just having a bad hair day, these hats are just what you need. You can buy one for yourself or a friend. Purchase your AFA hat today at resources.afa.net. AFR programming is now available on Alexa. You're joking, right? Nope, not joking. Seriously? Yep, this is not a drill. Wait a minute, no way. There's a way, the Alexa way. So if you just happen to miss your favorite shows, no worries. You can now listen to each podcast with Alexa. It's simple and it's free. Just visit AFR.net forward slash apps and click Alexa. We're not joking. Did you know the abortion pill accounts for over 50% of all abortions? Preborn Ministry continues to stand with women in crisis in their darkest hour and bring hope and life. After Marissa took the abortion pill, she immediately regretted it, but Preborn was there for her. Look at that baby. Look how beautiful he is. Look at that. Abortion pill reversal actually works. Let's hear his heartbeat. Oh, look how strong it is. Oh, praise God. By God's amazing grace, this baby was saved, but many more need our help. To learn how you can be a part of rescuing babies' lives and sharing the heart of Jesus, go to preborn.com. That's preborn.com. Or dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 and say baby. A Moment of Truth with Gary Bryden of the Association of Independent Methodists. When I was around 17 or 18, I began noticing false teaching in our Sunday school and college-age literature. Miracles of the Bible, the virgin birth, the inspiration and authority of Scripture itself were all questioned, denied, or explained away. I realized that when these, and especially the infallibility and authority of Scripture is denied, all solid basis for truth is lost. When I shared some of this with one of my best friends that I grew up with and who later became my brother-in-law, he simply asked, If that is true, then why are you still a member and attending? Good question. I found a church that believed what my former church was denying. That was a good move. The Association of Independent Methodists, like-minded congregations doing together what can't be done separately. Visit AIM2020.com. AFA at the Core podcast are available at AFR.net. Back to AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. Welcome back to At the Core with Walker Wildman and Rick Green. I'm Rick Green, America's Constitution Coach. Thanks for joining us. If you're new to the program, you get Walker Wildman on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and then Rick Green on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, except this Friday, you get a double dose. So I'm going to be with Walker for part of the program. I don't know if the world can handle it. I, I think it may just send everything into like this weird vortex. of. Uh, anyway, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a great week uh, throughout this week. So thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of the program. Phone number to call is 888-589-8840. And uh, let's see, next up on, on the phones is Camille. And Camille's calling from Mississippi. Camille, go ahead. Hi, Rick. Hey. I just want to say I just want to say thank you. Um, you're such a blessing and, and encouragement, and your wisdom and your hard work is, is just a blessing. So thank oh, you. Thank you. Thank you I very saw, much. I saw, did my did my mom call you and have you call in? That was too nice. That sounded like something. Yeah, did, did she plant this call for me? 
Yeah, I, I wasn't supposed <laughs> to tell you, but you. <laughs> no, but truly, it's, I know there's a lot of hard work, and um, you have such a passion that that uh, you make us more passionate through your passion. So Amen. You. Amen. Um, well, thank you. I saw a story on Fox News today, and I'm just wondering your thoughts. Sometimes things sound a little too good to be true. That one of the bills, first bills they're going to try to pass is basically to ban the IRS to get rid of the funding for the 87000 to get rid of income tax and just have a single consumption tax. Do you know anything about it, and what are your thoughts? I, I have not seen the bill on consumption tax that, that is currently being considered. Um, I've, I've always been a fan of the concept. Uh, um, uh, bill, uh, man, I'm blanking on his last name, congressman from Texas, years ago, uh, was the champion of it and, and pushed for, man, well over a decade to, to switch us from an income tax to a consumption tax. Um, what I like about that, and, and Alan Keyes, I think, articulated it best back when he ran for president in the 90s, um, is simply that you know you you should get your money first and then only pay the government when you spend your money instead of government taxing you on what you make and that way um, you know it, it's only at the time you spend it that encourages people to save it gives you control over your income rather than government control over your income and all that um, so I do think I think it's a much more moral tax I think it's immoral to tax what someone makes I think it's immoral to tax their property I think the only uh, moral tax is a consumption tax. When you spend the money, you pay a sales tax. Um, I think it should be done that way at the state level, the local level, the federal level, the tariffs, basically, whenever money come, whenever things come in from out of the country, there's a tax. Um, when you buy and sell, that's when there's a tax. So I'm all for it conceptually um, and, and, uh, and, and just from a moral perspective. I don't know what they're proposing with this with this current bill. I would love to see that debate take place. The other option that people often push for is the flat tax, so it's still an income tax. It's still a tax on your money when you make it, but it's just a flat percentage, 15% or 17% or 20%. There's been different proposals out there. Steve Forbes made it famous uh, 25 years ago, but um, that's the other option uh, in terms of big reforms to the current tax code. The current tax code is definitely a nightmare. It needs to go away. So I'm thrilled to hear that they may be actually uh, allowing for a vote on this. Um, the first thing you mentioned was the uh, the IRS agents. I think there is a chance of, of zeroing out those 87,000 new thugs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know there's good people working at the, at the, you know, um, IRS, but you know, the, the expression used to be Jack booted thugs. Uh, at least I didn't call them Jack booted thugs. I just called them thugs because they're essentially going to harass the American people, um, as government thugs to come take more and more of what you've earned to go give it to someone else. That's what they're all about. And, uh, and, and it's, uh, it's, it's man, if you've seen the videos of the training of these, officers uh it's embarrassing i'm telling you this as a firearms instructor and 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 you know head of the uh i think we're second or third largest firearms training organization in the country now we we, we trained five thousand people the last couple of years uh and and you know i'm telling you it's embarrassing these people being given guns to go out and do their job as IRS agents. They're, they're, it's horrific. Anyway, um, so yeah, I, I think the, the House will absolutely, t- you know, um, do the right thing on this. I think we've got the votes to do the right thing on this. I don't know if we have the leverage to negotiate that in the next bill that the Senate would actually approve. So that's what we're going to, we're going to see where Kevin McCarthy, 
um, and this Republican Congress puts its weight. They're not going to be able to do everything we want to do, so they're going to have to choose which battles to win. You can only win so many. You have only so many, um, you know, only so much leverage. And I would love for this to be one of the ones that we actually actually win. And I hope, Camille, that we can have more discussion about consumption tax in the future because I do think that's the right way to go. Um, let's see. Let's head over to Adam. Adam is in uh, calling from Texas. Adam, what part of Texas are you calling from? What's your comment or question today? Uh, thank you. I'm Tyler from Brownsboro. All right. That's a little community outside of Tyler. Little, yeah. little town. Yeah. Uh, actually, I live in Rock Hill community. And uh, I've been there since 71. Uh, right. I bought some property out here. But uh, my question, oh, by the way, uh, I do agree with you about uh, the uh, uh, income tax uh, thing there. I, I think that'd be the fairest way to go. I know we've got a week, but you get taxed. I worked at Kelly Springfield for a while. And, uh, you know, this, that was the first job I had uh, where you hit a clock. Normally, I was raised in construction in an oil field where uh, you didn't have to hit a clock, you know. And when you start hitting that clock, I, you know, I used to drive to them toe boots. And I'd go, that's the, that's the job they have right there, boys. Uh, <laughs> sit, sit there at AC and just take that money all day. <laughs> and then I, when I got to hitting that clock, you realize running across that parking lot, you know, your voice would say, boy, you worshiping that clock. You worshiping that clock. But anyhow, I don't want to uh, digress. I, I, I would brag on him, but I'd rather have the God of Abraham, uh, Isaac, and Jacob do that. Uh, but uh, I, I'd like to rewind the population. Uh, they seem to, uh, in the book I'm reading, of the uh, War Books Encyclopedia, uh, it seemed like that they had a, a difference about the population ratio to representatives. And uh, they stuck on 30,000 and flipped up to 50. And... Uh, and then even before he got out of office, he seems like he vetoed uh, a bill that was uh, introduced to raise the representatives already up from uh, 80 something, I believe, maybe 70 something to 112. And if I'm, I'm like I say, I can get a whole lot out of it, but as far as winning that, but I feel like that they had enough votes to overturn it. But, uh, you know, if you do if you do the math, it seems like to me we ought to have around 10,000. It looks like it'd be a better representation. You know, uh, as far as we get more like the popular vote. Yeah, this is um, this okay. is uh, we, we actually cover this in our constitutional live course as we as we go through the Constitution. Um, we, we we talk about the the Bill of Rights originally. Um, there were twelve amendments to the Constitution in the in the Bill of Rights that was proposed by Congress and sent out to the states, and only the third through the 12th amendments got ratified the first and second did not now later 200 years later that second one does get ratified because um it was uh it was discovered uh by a guy right here in austin texas where i live and uh and he and he got enough uh, states to finally ratify and it has to do with pay raises for congress and you got to wait till the next election that sort of thing but the first one that didn't get ratified is the one you're talking about and it would have it would have uh um, you know, d- defined how representation would take place, and it, and you're right, we would have about ten thousand House members right now. <laughs> now I'm not sure that's a good idea because then it is done all online, and I I like the fact that they have to go into the chamber and debate. Um, but you raise a really important point, Adam, and the founders debated this: how big of a republic can you have before it falls apart? Because you cannot hold those representatives accountable because they do represent so many people, and with only 435 members of the House, they represent you know almost a million people at this point. I think it's 800, 900 thousand people that each of those 
congressman represented. So it's hard to get to your congressman. It's even harder to get to your senator, of course, depending on what state you're from. And uh, so it's an interesting discussion, interesting debate. I, I, I'm not for having 10,000. I think that would be too difficult to manage. Um, but I tell you what I would be for, and that is a better definition of who is counted in the census, who is counted in the – and the right word, the constitutional word is enumeration. The census itself, in my opinion, is completely unconstitutional the way they're doing it right now. The, the fact that they come in and ask you 50 questions about you know, your kids and your toilets and your, your light bulbs and, and your, your income and all of these things, absolutely wrong. The only thing the enumeration authorizes in the Constitution, they should ask you two things at your door. They should ask you, uh, and, and, and really only one thing, how many, I was going to say, are you a citizen, and then how many citizens are in your house. That's it. That's all they should know. How many people in that home are United States citizens? And that's all they should be counting. This business of counting illegals in the enumeration is completely wrong it's unconstitutional and it and it totally skews the representation in congress to benefit the cities that are sanctuary cities thumbing their nose at our immigration laws and ignoring our immigration laws it gives them more representation in congress and it should not it absolutely should not and so anyway i getting off on a tangent here uh but adam you got me started on this on this whole enumeration thing i think it should stay 435 myself i mean i guess you could you could maybe increase it to 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 eight or nine hundred and still have some level of decorum but it's tough it's tough even at 435 so interesting call interesting topic all right let's uh, jump over to indiana joe is calling from indiana and by the way joe and everybody else in indiana we're going to have our first patriot academy leadership congress at the indiana state capitol this summer check that out at patriotacademy.com and get your kiddos signed up 16 to 25 year olds can join us uh, for those three days, we're going to take over the Indiana Capitol and have a mock legislative session and teach them good biblical worldview and constitutional governance. So, Indiana, here we come. Joe, go ahead, man. What's your comment or question today? Well, Rick, I wish my kids were 16, but they're only, they're going to be 15 this year. Hey, oh, man. Day, hey, Happy- well, wait, wait. I would consider a waiver for you. If they're 15 and it's our first one in Indiana and you're a listener – to at the core with Walker Wildman and Rick Green, I would say that your kids deserve a waiver and should be able to come early because clearly if you listen to this program, you are way ahead of everybody else out there, and that means your kids probably are too. So get them to go on the on and make an application, and let's get them to the Capitol. I can't remember when it is. It's sometime in June, I think, maybe in July. we got too many going this summer. Can't keep them straight. I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. I will do that, Rick. I will. I signed up for your guys' email, and uh, I appreciate the thing, and I'm thinking about being a coach. All right. But listen, um, Hey, listen, I signed my kids up to Paige for a state senator, and I was just wanting to get your feelings on it. Now, they're going to do it at the end of the month, and all three of my kids, I have twin 15-year-olds and 11-year-old, and they're going to go down to Paige for him. And I was just curious, what do you think? Is it just a photo op, or is is they going to get something out of it? Well, I I think any time you can get your kids uh, to see inside the belly of the beast, you know, actually go to the Capitol and just even just see the House chamber and and, and the Senate chamber and see, um, you know, those things, I think that's always a a plus. That's always a positive. I can tell you from my personal experience, 16 years old, um, playing baseball and and, and made it to the state tournament. So we came down to Austin, Texas to play in the finals. and, uh, And our coach took us over to the Capitol for a tour. And so it was my first time 
time. I was in awe. I even walked out on the House floor in, uh, during our tour. I looked up at all the names uh, on the board that shows you who's voting. And I and and I was just amazed. I, I said to my dad, "Wow, those are the people that 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 are, are are making law for this whole state. Wouldn't that be amazing?" But you know, we come from the wrong side of the tracks. We can this is a different breed, different world here. And my dad said to me, "Wait a minute, this is America." He said, "You know, if that's what God's called you to, and you put the elbow grease in, you could be there." Ten years later, I was on that House floor pushing that button as a member of the Texas Legislature. So I say all of that to say it had a great impact on me. I would greatly encourage you uh, to have your kids go page uh, for a day. Uh, it is. It's a photo op for that senator and all that kind of stuff, but it's still really good for your kids uh, to have that opportunity. So, yeah, man, I I absolutely recommend that you do it. I might have lost you. We, uh, we're running out of time, getting down to two minutes. I was looking for my dates here. Let's see. Indiana uh, is going to be the Midwest Leadership Congress is July 17th, 18th, and 19th. So for those of you uh, listening uh, out of Indiana, you don't have to live in Indiana, by the way. You can be from, you know, from, from anywhere in the country. We do seven of these this summer all across the country. American Family Association has been a longtime sponsor of each of these leadership congresses across the country. And so really, really do recommend you go to PatriotAcademy.com today and, and check that out. And, Joe, um, you tell my team if your 15-year-old twins apply to go this summer, you tell them, hey, Rick Green said, on the air – with, you know, I don't know, millions of listeners as witnesses that my kiddos could apply for a waiver at 15. <laughs> and so now I'm on record. I can't back out. Uh, you probably get to have your kids go. But thanks for considering signing up as a coach as well. There's something for everybody there at PatriotAcademy.com. Become a Constitution coach, host a biblical citizenship class, sign your kids up for one of these programs this summer. And when I say kids, these are actually young adults, 16 up to 25. So they can be high school, college, law school, maybe out of school. Maybe maybe they uh, did a tour and, and you know served four years in the military and they're out and now they want to do something. We also have a military leadership congress. That's for people of all ages that have served in any branch of, of the military or even uh, still active duty. You can come and be a part of that military leadership congress. And I'm telling you, man, there's nothing like it. It's, uh, it is so cool to see these veterans on the Senate floor at the Texas Capitol. And and afterwards, they always say, after being a legislator for that week, they're like, man, now I know what I was fighting for. I understand what a constitutional republic is all about. It's a really cool way to make a difference. So check that out at patriotacademy.com. Again, something for everybody. If you want to be a constitution coach, you want to send your kids to a leadership congress, you want to come to our constitutional defense course. And don't forget, April 22nd will be the big groundbreaking in Fredericksburg, Texas for the Patriot Academy campus. I'm telling you, 2023, tipping point year, and you can be a part of it. Really appreciate you listening today. I'm Rick Green. You have been listening to At the Core with Walker Wildman and Rick Green. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.